Hi, I'm Lila. And I'm Freya. And welcome to our show, 2K. Hey, what about me? My name's Maeve and I'm four. Sorry, Maeve. It's been a difficult time for every during COVID-19 lockdown. But we wanted to show you how you can safely explore your 2K limit and still have fun. Over the four episodes, we travel on foot, by bike, and even on a boat. From right outside your door to a little further beyond, we show you how the only limit is your imagination. In this week's show, we explore two kilometres west and learn about baths, camp out and learn all about life in Berlin before the Berlin Wall came down. First, I caught up with my cousins Beatrice and Harriet in London to hear how they were getting on during the lockdown. Hi Beatrice. Hi Harriet. Hi Hi. We're wondering what you were doing over there, so what have you been up to lately? Well, because we've been stuck in the house, we've been deciding like to explore more. So we've been going into the woods a lot. Yeah. We recently found some wild garlic and have made some pesto with it. It's really, really I good. I do like it. Well, yeah. It's really good, though. Yeah. We've also been like doing some arts and crafts. So, like, well, if you well in the woods, there have been some people who've like um, been painting on rocks and doing some messages for the NHS and. So we, making people feel happy. Yes, and so it's a very nice thing to do. Yesterday I did um, 26 laps around the garden. That is a lot. Um, oh yes, um, so what sort of work have you been given by your teachers? Well, we've been getting like, kind of work that, we have, that, that you need to research online so and not like type of work that you would normally get in school. But we have to do a lot of like home learning and learning new subjects ourselves. I'm drawing. Well, Harriet has to be doing drawing. Yeah. There's a, lot, there's, a, there's a lot of people um, actually in the parks now, so social distancing is pretty hard. It's like rush hour in the park. Seems like everybody's just discovered these new parks. We've, we've discovered about three new parks that join up together. Can you realise how little airplanes are actually um, around? Um, so it's really, really nice to listen... Um, to all the birds, because there are some birds you've never heard, like you never really hear that often. We've we've we've, we've seen three deer. Three um, deer. Yeah, well, two at one time, and then Harriet saw one like walking across the road the other day. We decided to do a bug hunt in our garden to see what nature we could find right on our doorstep. I have a friend, and it's an earthworm. It burrows underground deep within the soil. Because of the 2K limit, some people live in apartments or, or, or just flats or, and it's sort of hard and you can't really wander off. So if you have a garden or even a small bit of grass outside, um, what I recommend is what we're going to do today is a bug hunt. You're, you'll be amazed about how much stuff lives in your garden. But basically we're going to look under rocks, wood at trees and patches of grass and when you find them we we are going to call our mum and dad over because they have this cool app on their phone basically you just take a photograph of the insect and it tells you what it is 
We also have a magnifying glass because it's good to look up close to see different types of legs and different types of body parts. It's very important to not touch the insect, to not harm the insect, don't be touching its legs and don't grab it in a jar and bring it inside. The phrase that people use is called leave no trace. Maybe you've heard of it. It means don't leave all the rocks upturned because one rock can be a home to many insects. These are my friends, even I'm over here and I'm going to lift up this rock. Rocks are always a good place to check. Oh, there are a load of worms and centipedes here. There are no wood lice. There's a millipede, so an earwig. Oh, baby wood lice! Now, as I said, put it back gently as to not hurt them. I'm over here on kind of long grass and leaves. There's a spider webs attached and I think I can see a spider. Oh look, there's loads of little mosquitoes and midges as well. They bite and it doesn't really hurt, but it is very itchy. Actually, there's big bumblebee there. There's loads of them around here, especially in the spring. I'm not really sure whether I should check the barn. We have a barn. Or if I should check the behind the barn. There's lots of stuff behind the barn, but in the barn there's a lot of old rotting wood, so hopefully I'll find something. We're lifting up a piece of wood. There's hundreds and hundreds of wood lice. And I didn't even know there could be that much wood lice under a small piece of wood. There's lots of places I don't want to look because I don't want to stick my hand into. But I know that the insect's there. I got my sister to get a, a white blanket. And we're going to shake the tree and insects will fall down. And I heard that, that it'll be much more easier to see them on white. Okay, let's shake the tree. There was a, there's a fly. It looks it's very 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 still. It kind of looks oh, it's moving. It moved this inch. There's some tiny little insects moving around. You can barely see them. That's why we used to wash. Our neighbor Katia grew up in Berlin, the capital of Germany. When she was growing up. The city was divided by a big wall into East and West Berlin, which was built after World War II. Where Katia lived in East Berlin, life was very different to West Berlin and it wasn't until the Berlin Wall came down that she was allowed to move freely around. I was really interested in finding out what life was like growing up there, so I got out her 3 meter cable and microphone and went to chat with her. Um, I grew up in Berlin and um, later next to Berlin. So um, we had lots of wood and uh, lots of lakes outside. Uh, I like growing up in Germany. Yes, I liked it because I have lots of friends there. And if you're a kid, you don't think about what the government is doing. And um, yeah, we, we, we um, there are lots of time outside and we have not so much toys like the kids have now and um, we play with, um, with our fantasy and I think that was nice. I read about the Berlin Wall, Katia. What was it like when it came down and you could go into West Germany? Oh, it was so crazy colourful and um, it was so colourful you don't know how to look first. So, yeah, and um, everybody gets a little bit money 
and um, we can choose one nice thing and I wasn't able to choose one <laughs> because I can't um, see anything in that big colorful surrounding. I, I was um, too impressed I think so. What was school like for you? Oh, school <laughs> was very strict and, you know, it was uh, East Germany, you have to come and at first you have to stay in line and then there's a woman like in, I don't know, um, you have to tell the same sentence and over the government and everybody is nice to each other, blah, blah. And um, then every morning the baddest kid has to go in front of all the others and then... Um, um, the teacher told us what he was doing and what he has to do now and also the best one so it was time for our camp out we pitched up a tent in the back garden and then it was time for the fun part the campfire and roasting marshmallows so we're making a campfire tonight because we're camping so we're going to gather some sticks and get some fire kettle. And we're going to roast marshmallows and have so much fun. So. so when you're doing a fire, first you get kind of small sticks that are called kindle. And that's kind of to get the flames going. And then you put bigger sticks on you to go to get the, the, the fire burning properly. Don't forget to get parents, the parents to help you because you definitely don't want to do this on your own. Right now we're getting marshmallows and putting on these sticks, skewers, and we're putting them beside the fire. This is a really fun thing to do, but um, never eat the marshmallow too fast because once you take it out of the fire, it's very hot and sticky. You hold them in for as long as you want, but um, most people like theirs goldeny crispy, but trust me, you never get goldeny crispy marshmallows, so don't blame yourself if you get this. Um, Riley likes her marshmallows. Really I like burnt. my marshmallows more hot and crispy and um, because they're melty on the inside but if you are going to put them in and if it comes out and there's fire on top of it don't panic just blow it out just blow it out always do this with an adult it's a fun activity but it can go wrong i love when mine catches fire it's quite delicious mm. it's very nice I like how they melt in the middle. So, it was nearly time to get into our tent for the night. But this was time for the bats to come out. And it was great fun to watch them fly around catching insects. Now, don't be freaked out. Bats are not dangerous and are really interesting creatures. So we're just sitting outside the tent now. And... Um, uh, it's almost dark and the bats are coming out. Some people get a little freaked around bats, but trust me, there's nothing to worry about. They don't really fly in your hair. They have a bad reputation of vampires and blood-sucking, but none of it is true. And without bats, you couldn't get to sleep without having mosquitoes nipping at you. Some people wonder, they stop and think, there's a rumour that bats are blind. There's one there! 
It's going to come out and go around, and I'm going to explain how they do that. Because bats are said to be blind, they use sonar. Sonar is when they call out, and their voice bounces off the object they're chasing. Oh, there's another. I think that one just ate an insect. They do come quite closely, and they fly low. Some insects, because the bats use sonar, when they call off the object, bounce, uh, the sound bounces off the object and it goes back to them and they know where it is. Some insects have evolved a way to stop that. There are some moths and the moths, while the sonar is coming, they rub their back legs and it deflects the sonar. There's also... There's also this one that distracts the bat and makes it think it's going to fly low, but really it drops it and it drops real low and it sort of dazes the bat going, where's it gone? Well, here we are, it's night. Night time, we're now we're going to go sleep inside the tent. Let's go, open up. and smugly and comfortable and I've always liked the idea since I was a baby when I was putting the dinosaurs into the bed I always wanted to crawl under with them and go oh I want I like that sort of sense that we're outside the animals are outside with us that the foxes and the, and the deer will be out but we are safe inside and nothing can get us I like that sort of idea so if you're sleeping back each here I'm gonna hop in mine now Nibs the blue one. We just have a little torch, but we might turn it off now. And we need to keep quiet because because we're outside, our neighbours won't be able to hear us. Can you believe all the adventures you can get up to in your back garden? You just didn't have the time. Can you help me? I'm kind of stuck. Even though it's quite smugly, but <laughs> please. like a taco. Well, it's time to say goodbye. Thanks for listening, and we hope we've given you lots of ideas for exploring around your north, south, east and west.